right, riddle me this, Kev. What's one of the first upgrades you should do to your vehicle? What is it? What do you go for? Well, you might think power, but ultimately, from a smart and safe perspective, definitely the brakes. Yeah, no doubt. Upgraded braking systems can really transform a vehicle's performance and honestly give you better peace of mind behind the wheel in any situation. You know, from the track to off-road trails, even the morning commute, every single vehicle deserves performance brakes at an affordable price. And no matter what your vehicle or driving style, PowerStop has complete brake upgrade kits for you. So head to PowerStop.com, fill in your vehicle's information into their easy-to-use brake finder to be matched with complete kits and components that are low-dust, noise-free, and feature upgraded stopping power. That's right. You could join the thousands of other drivers that have already transformed their vehicle into a stopping powerhouse today with PowerStop. PowerStop.com, brake upgrades made easy. It is Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by CarParts.com. And I got to tell you, man, if you're looking for parts, it doesn't really matter what you're doing on your car. Could be repairs, maintenance, collision. They'll drop them right to your front door. Upgrades, accessories. Man, they got everything at awesome prices. You guys check them out. CarParts.com. Fired up. Today's all about, well slowing down for a minute <laughs> that's right but not like easy slowing down like jamming on it slowing down like going fast as hell and stopping fast as hell and yeah. taking all the corners doing all the right stuff having a blast and blowing the doors off the guy next to you in the lane hey you know what man one of the things that really took me from being being an amateur like road course racer when i raced in the mra and and definitely helped me tremendously get over that that amateur level into the pro class in motocross was something that one guy told me. He said, hey, Willie, I'll break it down like this. You're either on the gas or you're on the brakes. If you're doing anything in between, you're wasting time, wasting energy. You're just, you're just, that's all the time that you're giving up. You're either on the gas or on the brakes. And a lot of times when you're thinking about road courses and time attacks, man, it could be one easier in the braking aspects of the game than, you know, then the accelerating part of the game. It's its really amazing what you can do when you have confidence in your braking system. Well, I think so many people now have, have kind of been educated in, in so many ways on the importance of brakes, right? Brakes just usually be, you know, one of those things that was there. But I think now there's an awareness. It's a heightened awareness that, uh, man, it is a key element of going fast. If you yeah. think about it, right, the more confidence you have, the more capability you have in your brakes, it lets you go faster, Right, it lets you go faster, longer, diving into those corners before you go slamming on those binders and knowing that you can bring that vehicle speed down just enough to hang that corner to start blasting to the next section and to do it over and over and over again without getting brake fade and all those other mechanical failures, etc. cetera, uh, before you can have yourself not only a, a really bad day, but maybe a horrible day. Hey, man, let me ask you, have you ever experienced like serious, holy, oh my God, I'm going to die brake fade? Uh, yeah, uh, that'll you... wake you up. It'll wake you up real quick. Oh See, yeah. Uh, in, in the drag racing world, you wouldn't think you would have that, but I was doing a uh, an event where it was an arm drop event, and they were basically designed. I got drawn as the number, so they built a big bracket of cars uh, on one side of me that were like a tenth or two faster, and on the other side a tenth or two slower. And I was the middle car, right, as far as my ETs I was running uh, for the event for that day. 
So we built this bracket out, and it had big money on it, and it was a round robin event. And I swear to God, man, you know, it's back when my car was running like eight thirties, eight forties, you know, and it, you know, we're doing a, you know, damn near 180 miles an hour. And you're trying to stop that and then turn around and come back and do it again. I never forget when I hit the brake pedal and it goes straight through the floor and I, and I'm flying <laughs> on the yeah. first pass or the second pass. No, this is like the third or fourth pass. You oh know? man. It took that yeah. long before they started breaking, but it goes all the way to the floor. Yeah. Talk about panic. Oh, right. Panic praying, bro. I'm doing everything. I found God real fast, man. I was like, Lord help. It's scary as hell, man. Yeah. I mean, you could be on a track with, you know, a pretty good setup, but uh, just not the right grade of fluid, not the right amount of, uh, you know, duct cooling or whatever, even just size of rotor. And, uh, man, it can hit you and it could be a scary day, if not worse. So, man, those are the kind of things that really drive you when you're in performance, right? To upgrade those brakes. Like I said, you're either on the gas or on the brakes. And that brake will make you just as fast as how many things you could do on the gas side of things, right? Really and there is does. nobody, there is nobody out there in the world doing it better than the guys that we have on, man. I am so stoked. We've got Dan Sandberg, president and CEO of North America for Brembo. And we've got Mike Messina. I believe he's one of the motorsports guys. So we have the top dogs here to walk us through some pretty exciting news and a lot of the details of, of what it means to be Brembo, what it means to have, you know, top-notch brakes. Uh, and you got a lot of different categories, right? You got the, you know, the passenger car, the OE deliverables, you got the super performance stuff, and then you can just keep walking yourself up to where you start getting into racing, NASCAR stuff, Time Attack, Formula One. These guys are in all of it, and they're about to, you know, deliver us some knowledge. Can't wait. Well, that's what it's all about. We'll take a break and get back on it, man. Brembo in the house. It's Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. We're back after the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by CarParts.com. Doesn't matter what you're doing with your car. These guys can help you out. Think about the ease of application here. You used to have to drive to wherever your town was or parts store is, right? You had to get the guy behind the counter to find your part. Your part. He orders it probably from the warehouse. It gets there in a day or two. You go pick it up only to get home and find out it's the wrong part. Are you kidding me? Well, this is much easier because you're picking your own part. It's so easy to use the, the website too, right? Yeah, and what I like too is, you know, after you do the job, sometimes maybe you didn't use a particular, you know, you ordered a whole skew of parts. Maybe you didn't use one of them, whatever. You want to send it back. You got 90 days. 90 days. That's like three months to get that thing back. Satisfaction guaranteed, man. You're going to be happy. Yeah, no doubt, man. It's uh, I'm glad. Let's just say I'm glad my wife didn't have that deal. She would have sent me back. Mm-hmm. I said, if you want, if you want to see somebody else, you look outside. <laughs> uh, I'm just playing. Hey, tell us about who we have from Brembo because Brembo is one of those names, man. We think performance. You, th- that's the name assigned to it. You know, who are we, man? We are Willie and Kevin <laughs> from Two Guys Garage. So, who do we have? The top guys that you could possibly get anywhere in the world, let alone at Brembo. Again, man, we have Dan Sandberg, president and CEO of North America. Man, this is so awesome. We caught Dan at SEMA uh, the year before last because, you know, COVID just kind of ruined a lot of stuff this year. And it was awesome in the Brembo booth uh, doing our podcast. So you can go back and check that one. Really cool. Look forward on you know, like what's happening in the world of breaks. Uh, and we've got Mike Messina, performance director. Dude, this guy's out of Charlotte. He's about all the engineering, man, all the design, really pulling together all this killer hardware that we can get our hands on. And th- 
these guys have some pretty hot news, man. This is uh, this is pretty exciting. One, to just pick their brain, and two, for what's coming down the pipeline, man. We'll get into that in a minute. Mike Messina, performance director, that means he's got the best toys. He gets to do all the fun stuff, man. That's that, right. That's right. Performance director, I know that drill. I'm like, I'm going to hang out with that guy. <laughs> Give us some skinny on what you're doing kind of day-to-day, Mike. What's happening over there in your section? Yes, what is happening in my section? Well, um, generally speaking, my, my office handles pretty much anything that um, it's from top to bottom, really. Uh, we, we tend to focus on the highest level of racing, so anything that you could watch on television, whether that be NASCAR, IMSA, IndyCar, uh, you name it. And then from there, um, anything that you can't see on TV but looks like what you might see on TV. So we get into a lot of the sportsman level, pro, semi-pro, uh, whether we get into you know NASA, SCCA type of applications, we do some other open wheel. We also have some late model programs. A lot of oval track applications are coming now, so we're spending time on that. Um, we're also delving into uh, UTV, which is sort of uh, it's it's in the pipeline. And that's, oh that's wow, cool. yeah. Um, so yeah, it is. Uh, we we do a lot of the a lot of the fun stuff. Um, it's like anything else, though. It's a lot of hours, a lot of times, a lot of work, and and you're dealing with. Uh, with a very important name, with a very long and established reputation, and so you don't take risks, you don't cut corners, and and um, you know you do your homework. Yeah, it's an interesting spot to be in because right, you're attached really to an, an OE supplier, and and the OEs, as we all know, I mean they have uh, you know certain ways that they operate that that might not be the same way that that you would think to operate in in a racing environment, right, in an aftermarket environment, you know, in that small business minded kind of perspective. Um, how is that to kind of piece all this together? Because, you know, I'm very familiar with working in that OE environment, the resources, the power that goes behind it, all the tools, the knowledge, the people, it's amazing. Uh, but then you got to go to the track and you got to deliver. Yeah. Well, and so I'm also very fortunate though, in that we have such deep resources when it comes to that OE environment, you know, we have all of that technology, we have all of that, that information that's, that's available to us that we can pull from at the end of the day, uh, you know, OEM brake system has a very leads a very different life than a racing brake system. And so a lot of the times, especially when you're looking at something like our new upgrade program, a lot of it really comes down to being honest about what you're doing with the car. What is the intended purpose of the car? And uh, it's really, uh, you know, I always compare it to tires. You know, you, you have certain tires for certain applications and you have different expectations and different compromises and, and brakes uh, to an extent are, are similar in that regard. I'd like to open up to both you guys. Um, you know, I kind of mentioned before, there's a, a, a much greater awareness of, of brakes and, and upgrading brakes. It's not just the old, you know, cast iron calipers, you know, single piston with sliders and all that stuff. Uh, you know, people got really aware, you know, looking at brakes when you guys were, you know, banging out on every Ferrari and you got the big red caliper and, you know, the aftermarket's all chasing you, all these different brands, you know. Uh, so in a lot of people's minds, though, they, they know that there's bigger and better. Uh, but they probably only know a couple of steps in that, you know, uh, option list. And, and one's probably bigger. Okay, I got big brakes, front, maybe rear. Uh, I've got maybe uh, drilled or slotted rotors. And uh, I've got powder coated, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm powder coating. So that's kind of their like, probably uh, the beginner novice of, uh, you know, understanding performance brakes. So maybe you guys over the course of this can can kind of walk us through like, 
you know, what are some of the things to look for? What are the kind of the features uh, that, you know, just like with tires, like you said, you know, you want a 60,000 mile tire. That's one thing. You want something with a 60 compound, super grippy, that's only going to last a couple thousand miles, but it's going to stick like hell. That's a different tire. So what are some of those features that, uh, that we should be looking at? You know, it's, it's come a long way, really. You know, it's, it, it, you know, when you thought about Brembo, that's what you thought about, right? You thought about performance and what races you were going to be at and how long you were going to be racing. Is it 24 hours? Is it a drag race? Is it, you know, whatever you're doing. Um, you know, the world's changed a lot. And that's really why we, we came out with this new upgrade program at the end of the day is exactly for that reason that you're talking about is, is, you know, we had this GT performance package that we've had for a few years. You know, we've been, we've had this performance program for, God, it's, it's, it's gotta be 20 years now, Mike, right? Something like that. And, uh, you know, we, we, we kind of looked at that program and we looked at our company overall and we said, you know, you got all these Gen Z's or millennials or whatever you want to call them coming into the, to the market now. And it's not only performance that's important to them, but they may have a great car. They want it to look great, uh, but they maybe want to take it to a track day. Uh, and they're thinking, hmm, you know, do I really have the right brakes or don't have yeah. the right brakes? I mean, that's the right questions to ask, right? Well, those are really good questions. <laughs> I mean, Willie was Willie was right, you know, because we had uh, we had Mario Andretti on our Brembo Red podcast uh, um, last, I think, last month. And uh, he said exactly, almost exactly what Willie said. I said, you know, Mario, you are the only guy... I think, uh, uh, you know, that has gotten with Brembo and we are the only company that's ever slowed you down. And he says, yeah, but by slowing me down, <laughs> I was the fastest one out there, you know, and, and he was right. Yeah, I man. mean, you know, if you stop fast, you can get going again really quick. So, um, but, you know, the, the products that we have, we decided we're going to take a look at this upgrade program and uh, we're going to, we're going to give the, we're going to give our consumer everything that they want from looks uh, and you know, you start out and you look at the program we have, we have these sport T3 brake discs. All right. They have that T3 pattern and Mike, I think you can fill us in a little bit on the T3 pattern It's a pretty famous pattern, uh, in the paddock, isn't it? Yeah. Cause if you think about, uh, you know, rotors, right. Drilled and slotted, right. This is the slots, right. Is this what you're talking about? So you've got a very unique pattern as far as, um, uh, what you're putting on that rotor surface, right? What you can see. Yeah, and that pattern is, uh, you know, the pattern typically uh, helps uh, in the cleaning process, right. if you will. You know, uh, it looks great. I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to downgrade that. Uh, but it does help clean clean the surface, if you will. So when you when the pad comes in and hits that rotor, uh, you know, it gives you that, it gives you everything you counted on, right? A lot of surface area. Does it help for, for degassing as well, or is it just a cleaning process? Uh, like I've, I've heard anyways that, you know, as the pads making contact, uh, you know, anytime you heat something up, you can expand. So I don't know if there's any particular air gases in there that can, you know, kind of separate the two or do anything kind of funny like that. Or is it purely just a cleaning operation? Mike, truth or fiction? So it is truth. Um, the T3 slot. Is that what you told me last week? It, it, it is. It's absolutely <laughs> true. Um, That's how you ask yeah, the question, so I guess. The, um, the, the, the T3 slot pattern in particular, I came to Brembo in 2004 and it was the first slot pattern that I saw on the racetrack. Um, it's, um, so it is definitely proven and um, it does an excellent job. It does two things really. So you're, you are eliminating gas. What tends to happen when a pad is, is scraping against a disc that's spinning at hundred miles an hour for, you know, give or take, 
Um, that's a really violent interaction that's going on there. And as that pad is creating all that friction and heat, it does tend to uh, sort of bleed off a lot of gassing, uh, which can almost create sort of a boundary layer. And if you think of a, if you think of a tire that's hydroplaning on water, in some, in some ways you can get a pad to sort of do that on a disc. So the job of the slots are two things. Uh, the job of the slots is to eliminate that gas, sort of like grooves in a tread, um, but then also to provide a, a leading edge that that pad can bite onto. And so it also changes the way that that pad engages that disc in terms of grab and initial bite. And then it also affects the way that that pad releases that disc when the driver lets go of it. So it's, it really performs sort of three jobs. So you guys, right, because again, <laughs> joking around, right, the upgrades that people are familiar with, you know, drilled or slotted, uh, you know, you guys are buying in that that is a serious, uh, you know, upgrade, but you guys have kind of a, I call it proprietary design pattern that you guys have worked on, you guys have raced on. It's not just, you know, radial slots, just anywhere willy nilly. You guys have actually tuned and developed that. Uh, as a feature, yeah, and there's some science behind it. I know science gets a bad name in these in this day and age. <laughs> but there is some science there, and uh, you know, the better thing about this is that you know you don't have to take your whole brake system out to get that disc. All right, these discs in particular, or sport discs, are totally swappable with what you have. Take your OE disc off, put these discs on. You've now improved the braking system. You've improved the looks of the braking system. Uh, and then you can go from there, you know, into our GT program and into sport program. Yeah. So you guys have kind of let the cat out of the bag with, you know, officially it's called the upgrade program and it's a stair step of options. So, right. We start right. talking about the sport here. Uh, as you mentioned, you've had a GT program. Uh, you know, I've seen some of the, the press releases on, on some of the calibers and what they look like. And I mean, damn, they look cool. So you guys have definitely put some, you know, modernization, some upgrades in the GT program. So walk us through a little bit of that one. And then the, the final, the tippy top, the pista, I mean, whew. All right, I'm going to hold my horses. Let's rock out this GT real quick, man. Tell us all the awesome features that's uh, buried into this category. So I think the, the first thing I'd want people to understand is that it's not a necessarily a good, better, best sort of a ladder. Um, all of these different programs, different parts of this program are the best at their intended purpose. And so really the first thing that you're needing to do is identify what are you doing with the car. If you're looking for a performance upgrade, a little bit more bite, a little bit more capability than, you know, and, and you're not looking to reinvent the wheel, the sport program is perfect for you. It's a direct OE replacement. It does offer the type three slot pattern, the T3 slot pattern um, for some added performance over just a standard brake disc. From there, if you're going into GT, GT is the best at in terms of capabilities because there are so many levels. You've got GTA, GTM, GTBM, GTS, GTR, and all of those have slightly different focuses. They have different price points. They have different capabilities, different intentions. And so some of those setups are what you might call a, you know, trackable street package. And then you have at the other end of the scale, you have something that might be a streetable track package. And so is this a car that, that is a street car that occasionally sees the track or is it a track car that occasionally sees the street? At what point do you start messing with the composite blends, the material used, the, it starts, you know, going for the lightweight. At, at what part of these, you know, offerings do you start messing around with, with some of that type stuff? 
Willie's got good taste. I can see that already. He's already <laughs> gone straight to Carmen. <laughs> you know, there's 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 different horses for different courses. And so I think a lot of it, um, I, I, when you're talking about friction level and, and how much, how, how strong of a pad you're going to have and that sort of thing, um, it's important to keep in mind what you're running for a tire. At the end of the day, it's the tire that's stopping the car. And so if you've got brakes that are constantly overpowering your tires and you're spending all your time in ABS, then all you're doing is really just generating heat. Um, and, and so it's, it's, it's nice to, it, you know, that's, that's one thing you have to sort of consider. Um, the other thing you have to consider is, you know, capacity, weight of the vehicle, the amount of speed that it's capable of doing. If you consider something like, uh, you know, if you have a, a, a smaller, less, powerful car that's relatively lightweight with excellent balance. I think of something like a Porsche Boxster, for example, and I'm not bagging on Porsche Boxsters. I used to race a Porsche Boxster, um, but that's a car that doesn't need giant massive brakes because it just doesn't generate a ton of energy and it's capable of turning very well. If you compare that to something that's, that's bigger and heavier, like a ZL1 Camaro, it makes 650 horsepower, it weighs almost 4,000 pounds, and in a straight line, it flies. And um, you can gather a lot of speed really quickly in that car. And that's a car that's going to need big, massive brakes uh, to slow down with lots of capacity. So uh, probably what we should say here, too, is, is this, you know, some of the people are listening are probably saying, geez, how do I how do I get my arms and legs and hands and everything around everything that we need? And we have that solution too, because you know the you can get a hold of uh, Race Technologies, who's our exclusive importer for this product here. They're actually race specialists, uh, and you can even call our, our you can even call guys like Mike at the Brembo office, uh, and they will steer you uh, in the right direction. We see these cars day in day out. We're probably fitting 15, 20 cars a day, uh, and they're asking these kind of questions. What are you doing? What kind of racing are you doing? Are you taking it on the road? Because uh, those are considerations too. I mean, you can get the most super duper Willie special package with carbon ceramic on it and everything else. Uh, but that car, you know, if you take it on the road, you're going out for dinner, you know, that car could be screaming out there, you know. Uh, right. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'll tell you, uh, we're going to take a quick break, but I've been through that GT program and I've, I've dealt with race technologies and I've got them on my first gen M3 with my LS swap in it and I've track dated and I street drive it. And these guys are awesome because in that GT envelope, like you said, there's so many different flavors for, you know, like you said, is it is a track day car that's sometimes on the street or vice versa. And you can put together the right combination so that, you know, you're, you're incredibly happy and you've got the right gear on there. Uh, and it's, it's, a, it's a super exciting platform, but we're gonna take a break we come back, we'll touch a little bit more on, on the GT, maybe ask a couple of questions, and then kind of roll into that next segment. So, I'll right, get you guys man. back here in just a second. Two Guys Ride Podcast, here's Kevin Bird. I will be back after the break. It is the Two Guys Garage Podcast. He is Kevin Bird. I am Willie B. It's presented by CarParts.com. Grab them, use them, easy. It was one of the easiest way to get parts delivered right to your back door, garage door, front door, carparts.com. It's an app. Download it today and start slinging the parts right to your back door, man. So I'm, I'm loving this, Kevin. I got some, you know, I got some, let me think. I got some triple uh, eights on my, uh, you know, you mentioned your BMW uh, on my, you know, long mile road course Corvette or uh, my BMW that's LS swap. Uh, I got, you know, I don't know, six, seven hundred horsepower in application. It gets down pretty fast, and I'm heading to the track to burn the tires off of it. 
We're talking brakes. How do I stop progressive braking? How do I get into that apex and back on the gas as fast as possible? Well, these guys can help us. It's our boy Dan from Brimbo. It's Mike Messina. It's uh, it's a lot of knowledge. Grab a pen. Take notes. Yeah. All right. Let's throw out some more good ones. So, uh, you know, we kind of got you know knee deep in that uh, GT package. So tell us, you know, what are some of the features? in that that are kind of giving you that more track capable type setup so the the there's a lot of benefits to the gt package primarily one of the things that they look at is is heat rejection heat is the enemy of everything right whether that's engines tires brakes you name it uh heat is always the enemy so uh and brakes generate heat in fact that's their job is to turn kinetic forward energy into heat that's how they that's that's primarily their function so in coronavirus. And so... Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just thought I'd add that. So it starts with uh, the disc. Uh, the disc is your, is, your, is, your, is your tip of the spear in that regard. Its job is to get rid of the heat that's being generated by the pad and all the friction that's being created. Uh, also, it's there to transfer load into the wheel and slow the car and that sort of thing. But at the end of the day, its primary job is to get rid of, to shed the heat that's being created. Um, it can't do it all. And so you do have to build in a certain level of heat rejection into the caliper. And so some of these calipers, there is a, there's, a, there's varying levels of heat rejection depending on, on what their intended use is. So if you look at a, a particular part of the GT program, a GTS, for example, which GTS, uh, you know, for me personally, as a car guy, it tends to strike that Goldilocks balance of track usage and streetability in that it's got wiper seals and it does add some some added level of protection to the piston seals against dirt and debris and that sort of thing but wiper seals are not dust boots that burn off um, the pistons themselves have caps on them and this is a cap uh, in some cases in our full piece of line that you have them some are made out of titanium and in gt they're uh, made out of stainless and and this cap is there to act as sort of a temperature barrier between the backing plate of the pad and the piston and the idea there is that you're trying to prevent heat from migrating through the piston and ultimately into the fluid. You mentioned the pedal going to the floor at the beginning of the, of the show, and that's what happens. When that fluid gets really, really hot, that's, you've cooked it, and that's why your pedal goes to the floor. And you're no longer able to transfer the energy from your foot and the brake pedal into pressure behind those pistons to squeeze the pads against the rotor, and you have no brakes. Hey, you know why? You know where you are transferring that energy right to the seat of your pants. I guarantee you, <laughs> you are gripping with everything you got. <laughs> There's a little bit of prayer involved. Yeah. Right on. So yeah, man, when you start to really want to get you know out on a track, this is the kind of you know space that you want to be in the GT. And like you said, you've got multiple different offerings in there. Uh, and it's and it's cool to get that little piece of information, like at least in your opinion, that S is kind of that sweet spot, you know, where you're you're picking up a lot of the track capable stuff, but you're still got the street ability to it. You know, anybody that's put a big cam in an engine way back in the day, uh, you know how easy it is to go a little bit too aggressive, man, and all of a sudden your drivability falls apart. You're making more power, which is great, and which is what you thought you wanted. But um, yeah, these are the kind of balancings that you got to do between you know racing anything and street driving stuff. Good, good scoop. Now, if you start walking your way up to the kind of ends of uh, the GT program and walking into the pista, what goes on in there, and what kind of target, uh, you know, customer user uh, is that program kind of aimed at? So the pista line, uh, pista is an Italian word that they, they use to refer to track. Uh, it's it's a word. It's the Italian word for track, and so that is a 
that is sort of a no compromises sort of a product line that's built for race cars. I mean, everything in that product line is built to go to war. Uh, it is not concerned about how much dust it makes on your wheels. It's not concerned about how quiet it operates on a cold morning. Uh, it is simply built for the harshest of conditions. So um, that's, that's, that's really what it's geared toward is, is full level uh, race. And there are varying levels of that even, you know, you have different price points and you have different weights, different categories of cars and classes and even different surfaces. Some cars race on dirt, some race on asphalt, some, some race at uh, places like, you know, Sebring and others race at places like Mossport, which are two completely different tracks as far as the brakes are concerned. Um, so there's a lot of, um, you know, there's, there's a lot of tuning that goes there. And, uh, you know, you mentioned pad compounds and that sort of thing. Um, that's, that's part of the conversation as well. You know, what's the car? Where is it running? And, um, you know, that's part of uh, identifying an appropriate system altogether. So the, the Pista line is really, uh, again, it's, it's focused on maximum performance, maximum braking capability, the stiffest caliper platforms, the lightest possible disc combinations, the most durable parts. Um, like I said, it's built to go to war. So it's all the premium materials. It's all the goodies, like you said, bells and whistles. Um, so... You know, talk real quickly, uh, you know, between, let's say, the GT and the Pista, you know, when you're talking about, you know, we're ready to go to war, we've got we've got the top, you know, nuclear warheads going on here. Uh, that's kind of what more of the forging on the caliper side versus casting on the caliper side. You know, what are some of the other kind of features that people don't really think about that are kind of neat? Are they, you know, we got a lot of, you know, additional machining on calipers to reduce weights. There are a lot of aspects to caliper design. Um, there is casting, there are forgings, there are billets, there are two-piece calipers, there are monoblock calipers. And every, every time you're making a decision like that, again, you're sort of, it's, it's what is the intended purpose of that caliper? If you look at the, 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 the top of the top of, of racing, you've got calipers that aren't even made out of aluminum. They're made out of materials that you're not even supposed to talk about um, space you know. materials. You know, but I, I, what I like about the Pista, to be honest with you, and I've always liked this because sitting in the pits and watching these guys do the changeovers, the, the Pista has the, has the really interesting release system for pads. So when you want to change the pads out quickly, it's got the quick release system, which to be honest with you, that's in some of our top brakes that Mike sees every day, you know, NASCAR and uh, uh, IMSA and whatever. So you pull it in, you can pop the pads out without, without taking the calipers off and doing all that mess that you usually get into. So it's quick release, pads out, new pads in, back out on the track. So those are cool things, you know. I remember when we went to 24 hours of Daytona, one of the coolest things to see, especially when they're running at night, you know, is these guys are on the gas so hard. They're coming in all these chicanes and turns and all this stuff. But as they go, as they progress, and as they get in the real tight, you know, corners and they're breaking, you could see these rotors start to glow. And I don't mean, you know, they started to glow, but by the time it was done and they're through the chicane and, and onto, you know, the straightaway, these things are magnificent red. They're just churning like the sun. You would think they would burst into flames, but think about how hot that has got to get in order to absorb all that heat and then move all that heat out of the way so the brakes can do their job. And that's really where Brimbo sets themselves apart. They love those 
conditions. They strive to find those conditions. Uh, and it's up to us as consumers and customers of Brimbo to give them those conditions, y'all, to fight for that that glowing mad disc of a, of a fire. <laughs> uh, and, and I challenge all of us to do so. So um, you were mentioning, Mike, uh, that – the, it's difference in in the weight and and how that caliper is made. Can you explain or elaborate a little bit more into what you guys are doing on some of you know the GT compared to the the Pista? So in one of the one of the things that we've emphasized in in the Pista line with the new FF6 and FF4 calipers is uh, what they call design optimization. So this is a caliper that is designed based on where the load in that caliper is transferred, and so. It does have sort of an alien look about it. The first time a lot of people see it, that it, it, it's uh, it, it takes some explaining, um, but there is uh, there is a method to the madness there. It's a very unconventional looking sort of a piece, and um, so that's that's one of the aspects there. It is built from a forging, um, and uh, there are a lot of levels two piece. So we we recently just introduced these two calipers that I mentioned, the FF6 and the FF4, and those are. Um, at a, at a different point in terms of, of pricing and, and applications and that kind of thing. Um, and then we can get we can get crazy. We can go into full billet monoblock, full tilt race kind of things as well. Um, but those calipers are designed to really offer the, the benefits of pro racing capabilities in terms of heat rejection with piston inserts and that side of thing to, like I mentioned, to, to prevent heat from getting into the brake fluid, the, the quick change pad capability that, uh, that uh, Dan mentioned um, the, the stiff caliper platform, the lightest weight combination of componentry, um, that's, that's really what, uh, what that package is, is going for. Yeah. Those calipers just look, they look wicked, man. You know, they're, they're like this high tech sexiness combo, you know, like you can look at them and go, damn, there's a lot going on in there. Cause people think of a big clunky old caliper and it's just a big blob, you know, it's got a little funky shape to it. Uh, and that's kind of driven by manufacturing, you know, like it's, you know, kind of effective, efficient, you know, it meets the function, but that's how it was either cast or, you know, maybe there's a forging, but man, when you guys go in there and really weight optimize, uh, and there's so much technology now in CAE that can go in uh, and, and analytically figure out either where the loads are, where the heat paths are, whatever it's got to do, and it just goes in there and crunches and, and takes away everything that's not actually, you know, absolutely critical to the function, and you end up with these parts that just look like you said, almost alien, super high tech, but just has a certain amount of like flair to them that are super cool. It's kind of cool to see how the digitization, you know, of our business, you know, where it's come from. Because, you know, you look at our business and you talk to some of the old timers who are just about gone now at Brembo. But when you go back, they talk about, you know, they used to work all week and then they leave Friday and they go to the track, you know, and work for Ferrari or, you know, with Enzo and all these guys in the track. And then they'd come back Monday and fix all the problems, you know, that they had banging and hitting and, you know, changing and yanking. And, you know, those days are gone, right? Number one, they don't let us into the paddock anymore, you know, in Ferrari and F1, you know, it's like closed off it. You can eat, you know, you could eat off that floor. Um, but the whole digital world is really taken over and the artificial intelligence that's being used to design a lot of this stuff. And then, you get an Italian engineer in there who's, you know, and they're not engineers. They're really kind of artists, you know, and they kind of look at things and say, eh, you know, we want to make that look cool still. So you, you have that mixture of technology and the mixture of artisanship, you know, in, in the design of the products that we have. And that, that's what kind of makes Brembo a great place to work and, and a fun place to work is because you see some just amazing things 
you know, you can't, is that really a, a caliper? You know, it looks, looks like a sculpture. Well, you guys did it. I mean, it, uh, brakes have always been the history of mankind. This just thing under the car. But all of a sudden, one day, you know, most of us kind of looked over at a cool-ass car, Ferrari or whatever, and went, damn, what's that got on it, you know? That looks pretty sweet. I want some of those on my ride. Well, when you take those wheels, too, right, that used to be 12 inches, 13 inches, 14, yeah. you know, I can remember 16-inch was a big wheel, you know? And then 17s, oh, my God. Well, you know, you go to these cars now, everything is 20-plus, and 20-plus means you got big windows, that's right. The wheels. And uh, now they're looking at those ugly calipers in there. So it was time to put some jewelry, you know, into the car, I think. Uh, and, and that's, that's where Brembo is really taking a, taking advantage of the situation. And um, who wouldn't want something that looks like that, you know, in their car? You guys make it look really good, but the performance side, what I'm into, like, I don't know how, if, if Liar's pants really did catch on fire, the racetrack would be a totally different place to go visit on a weekend. I'm telling you, it would be awesome. Um, it, it, uh, you guys brought performance to the table with those great looks uh, and with everything else, and that's what matters, you know, for guys out there that like to hang it out, you know. I like to pick a point on a track and see if I can get into the turn harder by, you know, see if I can, if I can go 5, 10, 15 feet deeper into the turn, and I'll pick the hardest spot I can break to, get on the binders as, as, as hard as I can, get to my point in the turn and get back on the gas. It's To me, it's it's one of those things where if you're confident in the braking system and know you could pitch it into a, a turn just that much harder, man, that makes you that much faster and in a turn that much harder of a competitor to beat. I'd argue with that. <laughs> well, it's kind of a recap, guys. Like, uh, you know, we've got this great laundry list, this huge, you know, kind of spectrum of offerings, you know, so for everybody that just wants to kind of get that first wave of upgrades, get more confidence, maybe get out a little bit and have some fun on some, some windy roads, some twisty roads, maybe that first entry on a track day, but you're not got too much horsepower, right? Tell me if I'm right or wrong, but we're kind of in that sport class. And then, uh, you know, for us aggressive guys that want to take our machines out, get them out on track, start, you know, pounding on, beating on them a little bit, man, we got, you got us covered in that GT. And then if you're, if you're that time attack kind of guy, man, you're falling right into that pista. So you got everything we need, no matter what we're trying to do, man. You, you're the tire manufacturer that's got the 60,000-mile tire on the one side, and you got the 3,000 or the 500-mile or the, you know, one one track event, one one race event kind of tire over there to, uh, to to get us to the finish line and make us the winner. And that and that's, I think that's really, I mean, you said it all. You know, you can, if you want it for looks, that's fine. If you want a slight upgrade, that's the money you got in your pocket, that's fine. You can do it with your, your sport rotors. And then you move your way up as you move through the system or you get more intense on the racetrack and you want the performance. And all of this is really accessible. You go to racetechnologies.com and uh, or give them a call you know right you go on the website find the number and give them a call there's great people over there danny in the in the group uh she'll she'll do anything you want to do uh on whatever kind of car you want to do it on and uh she'll figure out what you need exactly and uh one other thing i think i should mention too is is a lot we get a lot of people who call us sometimes and they'll say i, I bought these uh i bought these brembo brakes online are they real or are they not <laughs> Are they real? It's a good question. Yeah. Well, you know, it's a great question. And, you know, we have a new system that we developed. It's a problem. I mean, you know, and I guess it's a compliment, but it's a problem, right? I mean, people want to copy us and want to sell stuff. And, uh, you know, but we have this new Brembo check system. 
And what it is, is, right. is that you ca the caliper that you have, the race product that you have, rotor or caliper, will have a special QR code on it. Everybody likes those QR codes. They can grab their iPhone and, and click them. But you go on and you can uh, register uh, or see if that QR code has been registered already. And you can actually see if you buy them new and it's been registered already, good chance that that's probably a counterfeit, you know, that you have. Uh, but you can at least figure out, you know, if this is real or not. You can see if it's a legit code. Uh, on the website and uh, you actually register your name on the website with the QR code and then you get a certificate for yourself saying you are the owner uh, of those products. And uh, it's pretty foolproof, uh, as foolproof as you can, you know, right now, uh, but at least it guarantees the legitimacy of the products you have and make sure you get an authentic number. Hey, Dan, I'm going to call you. I'm going to call you a couple weekends because, you know, all these swap meets about to happen. I'm going to be like, Dan, you mean to tell me Brimbo doesn't make a gold plated caliper? Well, I, I, this, is, this is a tip from me. <laughs> Don't wait until you're on the track going into that first hard turn to question whether you got the right Brembo stuff. Do it before you bolt it on and you get out there on the right, track and right. start hammering it out. All right, so you guys have mentioned race technologies. So is that the best platform for everybody to go after? Like, where do people go and, and check out all the different lineups? Uh, what's the best place to, to kind of look at all these beautiful pictures and, and, and kind of, you know, tease themselves on, on what they want to buy and then pull the trigger? That's best place race technologies racetechnologies.com is a good place to start and uh they're not the only ones they're, they're our exclusive importer that brings it in they're our partner here uh, in north america and uh, they will steer you to a local shop or a local uh you know race tuner if you will uh, in your area who can get whatever you need so you know you can have a human being to talk to if you want to do that or you can work just with race tech and they'll figure out exactly what you need uh, we have actually a Brembo engineer inside Race Tech who uh, will work with us, uh, you know, directly and make sure you got the right brackets if you need something special uh, for the car you have. I think your what year was your uh, BMW? I got the E30 in 1990. I have an so. E36 at 95, just in case you're curious. <clears throat> I have a 96 actually, <laughs> but uh, oh, you know, man. but you know, you need a you need a bracket. There's a special bracket you might need yep. for uh, at least the GT kit, which is what I have on mine, and um, it, we have all that stuff. You know, so you're not you're not alone. It's very easy to do as long as you know what you want to do and and you know know what kind of car you have. I mean, if you don't know what kind of car you have could slow us down a little bit um but otherwise uh race tech and brembo are there to to help out uh and get the right part awesome now where can we find you socially where can people see you check you out see what's going on what's the best way to follow brembo brembo.com brembo.com hey dan right. i got a question for you being a man at brembo all right mm -hmm. i just want to know yes. personally man you know how i'm gonna put it like um like sometimes a vegan will look you dead in the eye and tell you cauliflower tastes like ribs I, 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 now that now that we're I can see you look you dead in the eye. What is the proudest piece of Brembo that you can put your name to? What is the what is the thing at Brembo that makes you the most proud of your offerings of everything you guys are doing in motorsports? What's the one? I don't know, evolution of Brembo that you're most proud about? Well, you know, I like the company. I mean, the products are great. The people are great. Um, you know, it's an international company, but again, it's almost a very entrepreneurial company. You know, you're not lost in the sauce here. You know, I mean, uh, Alberto Bombase, who was uh, really the, the founder of the company and did a really great job in growing the company. You know, I see him, well, I was seeing him, you know, three, four times a year. Really great guy. Uh, very, very, you know, it's, it's, you don't see raw entrepreneurs 
running around, but it's a guy who loves racing. Um, you know, he's the one who walked over to Ferrari and said, you know, you know, you need, you need some help with your brakes, you know, and Enzo <laughs> and him got together and, That's and it started cool, yeah. from there. So, I mean, it's been great, but I will tell you, um, I did get a, uh, GT 500, uh, you know, the Cobra Shelby, yeah. uh, and, uh, and, uh, I think maybe uh, the most impressed or the proudest I was is we put a special carbon package that Mike helped me work with and uh, get the right components on the car and talk about bite on that car. It's mm. uh, you know, you have 760, 780 horsepower yeah, or whatever. More than you, need. Um, you tap those carbon brakes uh, and boom. I mean, you, you know, you better have your seatbelt on. That's all uh, I can tell you. And it's, nice. it's just, it's just proud to know that, you know, God, you know, yes, that car's got a lot of carbon on it, but the best part of that car that's carbon are the brakes. So cool. I, we will have to get you back on that topic because that's that's one I'd love to dive into. Sometime. Hey, Kevin, you know that too, being enough seat time and fast cars. When you dive into a car that's got, I mean, just savage, nasty brakes, the difference between your application and that one. You know, especially, it's probably felt more in turns and in braking than it is even acceleration. Because, you know, 700 horsepower cars are not, you know, it's not uncommon to run into those at any road course. Now, running into a car that can stop on a dime, now that, my friends, that's impressive. And it feels completely different. Amen. Yeah. It's like, uh, you know, Tony Hawk on a skateboard or your dad. You know, the confidence level there. You can just see it, the legs wobbling, you know. It's like it's barely standing upright. So, yeah, yeah you get Tony Hawk on there, man, you're ready to shred. Yeah. You know, and that's what I learned really when I came to Brembo is, you know, don't underestimate the brakes. All right. Yeah. And, you know, people say, yeah, 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 I know I got to stop and whatever. But, you know, when you, you know, stuff happens. Yeah. You know what I mean? And sometimes even worse than stuff. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it happens. And uh, I don't know why anybody, particularly if they're doing any type of performance type driving, would sacrifice the brakes no and way. decide, no, yeah, no I'm going to cut the corner. I mean, that's one thing I would not sacrifice. It's the, the thing I do first, and then I built the power around it. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. If yep. you want to go fast, if you're looking at smooth E, you're looking at, you know, getting the fastest time around the track. That's going to come quicker by upgrading your brakes than it will by upgrading your engine. Chances are you're not ringing that that engine as much power as you can. Once you start really upgrading the brakes and finding, you know, a tenth of a second, a hundredth of a second, a thousandth of a second, when you get in the corner much later, right, then you start really shaving some time, and it makes a big impact in what your overall time lapse is, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, send us home, Willie. we got to shut this one down, and we will bring these cats back again because this is an awesome conversation, and there is so much more for us all to learn but i don't want to go i know it. i, I want a brimbo hey <laughs> <laughs> right, don't forget about our show it airing weekends on the motor trend network check your local listings if they don't have it you ought to complain like hell uh also we're now streaming on demand motor trend on demand find us there it's the easiest way to get us our executive producer mr bob ecker our producer scoop my man kevin bird i am willie b and our guest from brimbo mike messina and dan we thank you so much man Thanks, awesome, guys. and don't forget to check out our website, twoguysgarage.com. Share your thoughts with us on social, man. We're everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Two Guys Garage. Now, this podcast, Two Guys Garage Podcast, is a copyright 2021 Britain Productions Incorporated, all rights reserved. Man, what a great topic. Really appreciate you guys coming on. We will put you on the yeah, hook man. for another round sometime soon uh, with more in-depth on 
One of the coolest things you can put on a car, and who would have ever thought, right? Brakes, y'all. Brakes. That's right. Brakes. Hey, look, everything's going to kill you. Might as well pick something fun. Mm-hmm. All right? <laughs> You're like, gotta love it. All right, we'll catch you on the next Two Guys Garage podcast. Get out of here. We'll see you guys. Two Guys Garage podcast is produced by Britain Productions. For more episodes, visit iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.